0: I'm Dan. And it's after work. Where we talk about the things
1: we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. You know, like, uh, I collect cat turds. They're delicacy in some parts of the world. Delicacy. I have yet to find that part of the world. I'm just assuming. You know, there's a place for everything on the internet. Collect these cat turds. Save them. Get so many of them, and then I put out a thing. Hey, I only have 10,000 of these cat turds. Get in now, low, low price.
0: Are you gonna dress them like gorillas, maybe? And put sunglasses on some of them?
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe put a crown on one of them. Mm, Big, giant cigar. The more people that buy them, the more people will wanna buy them. And then yada yada, supply and demand. I'll be a millionaire. Can't talk about that. I'm sorry, that's from a darn work podcast. That music went on a lot longer today. I like how uh
0: <laughs> Since you didn't just record thirty seconds of it.
1: I like how the intro thing I don't know if you know this people, long term long time listeners, but that used to have something to do with the podcast. It's inside baseball, whoa. But now it's <laughs> no. just I don't think about it. Until, hey, that was off the top of my dome, that that whole thing. But I'm really—if you got any cat turds, email the show afterwarprodigema dot com, and uh, we'll figure out uh, how to collect them, save them. The just drier, text, the better.
0: You all know me, so just text me. I'll I'll hit you up with uh, Brooks's address. Yeah, yeah. Just I don't drop, want to say
1: it over over there. Just, just drop them on my porch. You I'll can, mail them. You could probably say it over there, because I mean, who's listening, right? Huh. Hey, man, I was driving home from someplace earlier before here. I don't know. From somewhere I was driving home. And I look at my rear view and I see a what looks to be a Volkswagen or Audi minus hood and grill. Okay. And it brought me back to my young days of, you know, having a Volkswagen. No, actually, my hoodless days were when I had a uh, Datsun. Mm, not a Nissan, a Datsun. A Datsun. Before Nissan, they were called Datsuns. Mm-hmm. The Datsun 510, and it had some front-end damage. The hood didn't quite shut right. Yeah, I had it held... The hood was held down by bungee cords. and uh, But if I was working on it, I would just take the hood off. It was easier. I didn't have like the thing to hold it up either. Yeah, so you just take so it all just, the way off. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be working on this. Or it was like, I was working on the car, so I would just take the hood all the way off and set it over onto the side. And then every once in a while, I would drive around with no hood. Just, you know, because I thought I it seemed cool to drive around with no hood. Yeah. And just see your motor in there. So I see this Audi behind me driving off, taking the freeway, getting off same exit as me. And I'm like, hey, that guy doesn't have a hood. And then he goes and I'm like, uh, there's something about people without hoods. You know, they like to drive fast perhaps. Yeah. Don't make good life decisions. Yep. This Poor, is all yeah. inside my head. Poor life decisions. You know, yeah. experience and stuff. And then I get onto McLaughlin, a street that heads towards my house, and he immediately just punches it and zips around me and starts weaving through traffic. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I was I was one hundred percent right about this hoodless fella. How dare you assume? <laughs> and then we get up to a red light, and he goes and just passes everybody on the right and like zooms past them. And I say, and I look kind of ahead and I see a motorcycle cop, and I was like, I wonder if that guy sees that motorcycle cop. And then they go around the bend, and then I see the motorcycle cop's lights are on. And wouldn't you know, hoodless car pulled over. Hmm.
0: Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. I might have seen that exact same uh, car. On
1: the side of the road, probably, uh, yeah. Over by the Goodwill. Yep, a little bit past the Goodwill. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Anyways, I called it. I called it three miles in advance. I was like, this this is happening. This guy's up to no good. It's probably illegal to drive with no hood. Is it? It doesn't seem like it should be illegal. It's illegal to do a lot of things. That's true. It's... It's an illegally modified car. Could be. I know there was some guys in the Volkswagen community that would get their headlights from Europe. Like, instead of plastic headlights, they're glass and whatever. But they don't fit American crash crash specifications. So, technically, they're illegal. Like, they're DOT, whatever. They're not street legal. So they were always worried about it, like, oh no, this cop might recognize that my headlights are glass instead of plastic, and if I got into a car accident it could shoot glass in somebody's head or something. So could a nineteen fifties car. Yep. But those are grandfathered in. Anyways then, how are you?
0: So I got a PSA for everyone out there. I'm I'm doing pretty Psa? just okay. Psa? Okay. Well okay, first of all I gotta hit they hit everybody with the bad news. Had to put my dog down on Friday. Oh man. Mickey.
1: RIP, Mickey. Goodbye. It was a sad day. It was very sad. You've had Mickey for Ten what, years. Ten years now. Yeah, so
0: it's probably about fourteen or so. Mm-hmm. That was a sad day. But I got a PSA for everyone out there. Did you know Red Robin has unlimited refills? on root beer floats?
1: No, I know about the bottomless uh, steak fries. S- bottomless steak fries and bottomless root beer float. So you can get in there for uh, what is this bottomless
0: root beer float? So, first of all, cost. A soda is 2.99. That's also seems, bottomless. That
1: seems reasonable in these times of okay. inflation. So, what would you say a, a root beer float would cost if, if just soda costs 2.99? 5.99?
0: Four ninety
1: nine, two dollars more, and you get just ice cream two dollars more,
0: and you get two thirds to half full of ice cream in a giant mug. Okay, And I had three.
1: <laughs> Did you eat anything else? Or was it just I didn't anything? even finish my hamburger because I was <laughs> so full. <laughs> That's a problem with bottomless, man.
0: Yeah, so I'm thinking you get side of fries, side of bottomless fries, mm-hmm. and just. And a bottomless root beer float.
1: (laughs) That's it. You don't need a hamburger. That's like, yeah. So much food. You have a high school son. You should tell him about this. He was sitting right next to me. He finished the last third of the last one. We were all about being whatever as cheap as you could be back in high school. Yeah. Did you know that? You could probably just get away with just eating a root beer float. There was one place a guy in high school told me about, like, hey, come on in. Brooks, Brooks, come here. It wasn't Chili's. It wasn't Red Robins. What's the place across from Lloyd Center? Oh, Applebee's. Applebee's. Gross. Applebee's. Half-price appetizers between these particular hours and these particular time. If you love microwaved food. He was like, don't tell anybody about this. Why? <laughs> to, he's like, he didn't want to get too crowded with, with high school students there. Half price appetizers. Turns out that's just happy hour and most yeah. places do something similar to that. Yeah. But to us 16 year olds. You didn't realize. We didn't realize. And we're like, hey man, I'll get some of that sweet, sweet half price artichoke dip. You guys were fancy like Applebee's. Well, I'm fancy like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we go to Denny's every once in a while. Now, Denny's, that's a quality meal. The Denny's on uh, the Denny's over in that same neck of the woods over there by Lloyd Center. Mm-hmm. We had this game in high school. It went on every year. It was called like Assassins or something. Have you heard of this? Uh, no. It was like a water balloon, no, like a water gun type fight. You would sign up and pay ten dollars to be a part of this thing, and then the person in charge would give you a name, and you're supposed to somehow get that person wet, squirt them with a. But you couldn't do it on school property. Okay. And we happened to be at Denny's, <laughs> <laughs> and my the fr- the person that my friend had was also at Denny's. He get a cup of water dumped on him. He got a cup of water dumped on him at Denny's, maybe a pitcher of water. It wasn't me. (laughs) And I think kids are terrible. I still think adult uh, children from the age of like 18 to 24 should just be put in prison. Yeah, probably. It's about, I mean, maybe up to 30. Yeah, 30. 16 to 30? Yeah, 16 to 30. Just prison. Lock them up. Lock them up. They should be kept away from society until they've calmed down a little bit. But, yeah, he got, and then he was, like, dumped a pitcher of water on this other 17, 18-year-old kid. And then was like, at that point, you ask them for their name, and now you have to go after the person that they had. Oh, it's like Highlander or something. It's like Highlander. There can only be one. I made it two days when I did it okay I had I got a person's name and I went to uh the counselor's office I had somebody on the inn and I found out I found out what classes they had turns out they smoked and after the certain class they would cross the street leaving school property and I waited over there and immediately got them out right as it started but uh anyways how was how are you how was your belly feeling after all those root beer floats this is a little gassy. Okay. All right. all right. That's all. So you're saying for for $8, you get yourself bottomless root beer float and bottomless steak fries, and you're good. And you leave the fullest of anyone. <laughs> you leave the fullest of, of all. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what our uh, fine listeners might have to say about something.
0: Beachy fun times.
1: You get an email. Send it to afterworkpod at gmail.com.
0: Beachy Fun Times. This is from Andy. Hey. Hey, gentlemen. If drinking a beer and eating Doritos on the beach at 10.30 a.m. is wrong, I don't want to be right. I mean.
1: Oh, man. Who does? That's not wrong, Andy. No, <laughs> it's not. That's wrong. not wrong. There's a reason that it felt good. Mm-hmm. Because it was right.
0: Anyway, here's the itinerary for the past few days. I get up, drink some coffee, change into my swimsuit, Go play in the ocean for a couple of hours and then retire to a beach chair with the above refreshments and my Kindle. Then, lunch, probably a nap, dinner, and alcohol-fueled board games. Tonight, I thanked my brother-in-law for his efforts to combat my, uh, to combat my sobriety. Together, we can overcome this tragedy. <laughs> We're, uh were my closing words. He makes a fine Manhattan. Oh, man. I tried to convince my 13-year-old niece that normal houses on the nights of the full moon turn into warehouses. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, as if I was a Warren Zevon singing his hit song. Oh, werewolves of London. Yeah. Oh, anyway, man. And then she said, you better bring lawyers guns and money because that was a terrible joke. Oh. You're going, you're going to prison. Well, oh, thanks, Andy. And also, a picture of the Atlantic a, Ocean. It's a
1: good-looking Atlantic Ocean.
0: It's on the wrong side. That's all I know. It's I, weird because this ocean is on the wrong side.
1: My wife had never seen the Atlantic Ocean, and we were over in... Uh, We were over at a wedding in Boston and like took a little trip to the ocean. And we, it was real cold. Yeah. It was real, real cold. Makes sense. And we got to the ocean. We looked at it and it was pretty far out. It was a long, it was a long beach to the water. Yeah. And we're like, all right. But we didn't even go like touch it. You know, we got to put your toe in it. We didn't, put, she didn't put her toe in it and she regretted it like two hours. She was like, I probably should have, I probably should have at least touched it, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you're never going to touch that Atlantic Ocean ever again.
0: I've never touched the Atlantic Ocean. In fact, I've only ever touched the Pacific Ocean. The Pacific's Pacific. But I've done big. it in Oregon, Washington, California. Not california no i've done it in california and in mexico and in h-a-w-a-i
1: hawaii and in china that's that's it not in china does it go all the way over there i mean it has to right they were fighting in the pacific but that was japan right yeah i Pacific ocean is pretty impressive once you
0: get on the other side of those islands it might turn into the indian ocean say the atlantic doesn't hold a
1: candle to the Pacific.
0: I mean, the Pacific is by far the the
1: best, right? I mean, West Coast, Best Coast. That's what they say. I've seen bumper stickers that say Best Coast on it. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's where we live. And on we only got coast. we only got three states over here. There's like ten states over on the other side. They got to share. They got to split it. We, just, yeah. we got so much. You know,
0: California does get double. They're like the longest West Coast state.
1: I say we split California in half. We get four over here, make it a nice even four. That way we could get together all each state and then play four square together. You know, Washington, California. Northern Northern Oregon, California. And, and like another state called uh, like. New New Mexico. Yeah, New New Mexico would be the low part of California. Obvi- I mean, obviously. Obvious, yeah. Obviously. Uh, hey, uh, any other emails? Thanks, Andy. Oh, thanks, Andy. Uh nice kind of. If It would be nicer if it was Pacific, but, you know.
0: No, that sounds amazing. I, uh, yeah, I wish I was there. I got a email ent- entitled Andy, question mark? Huh? Yeah, it's confusing, right? Because it's a question in the title. Andy? Andy? Uh It's from uh, Tartar saucier. I don't know. Name seems made up. Yeah, right. Like, like it's it's a name in search of fish sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was funny. <laughs> um, it says, "I don't know who this Andy guy is," but playing board games by yourself seems nerdy. Just, I mean, that's that's true. I mean, this is this is not a lie.
1: Yeah, it's nerdy. <laughs> it's nerdy. But, dude, we're living in the 21st century. Nerdy is the new jock, right? Right, jockey? Meanwhile. Horse horse jockey?
0: Okay. I'm over here getting goofy. The sauciest boss always gets goofy. (laughs) From doing homework to doing bone work, it's saucy. I don't know what that means, but I think it's safe.
1: Okay, it's safe. Podcast. Call it safe.
0: Yeah, it's safe. I podcast. assume like deboning chickens. I don't know.
1: Okay. All right. Mr. Saucier, obviously dealing with yep. some sort of food. Anyway, it's cool. Thank you. Did it say who it's from? Is it signed off? As... Uh, signed off. It's saucy. It's saucy. It's saucy. Well, it's nice to have a new listener to the podcast. And Thanks, saucy. Yes, Andy is very nerdy, but, you know, he's our nerdy. He's our special moment. The right kind of nerdy. The right kind. He doesn't go around bossing people around, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay down, Saucy McSaucer. Tartar. Yeah. Tartier. Should I call him Mr. Saucy? <laughs> Senor Saucy. Senor. Well, Dan, big weekend for you, man. Oh, man. What happened? I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this. It's Not a side a hustle. side hustle. I uh, only you can't talk about it when it's your main hustle. Okay, done. That's fine. Uh, No, I'd tell you're too rich to even be on this podcast because you're raking it in. I DJ'd a real wedding. A real wedding. Yeah. Not not a old person wedding. Not a fake one. Okay. Not a what What was was the the deal? uh, So
0: I had I took all my gear that I've been amassing. Mm -hmm. all my all my gear and i uh i had a couple of different setups there were two different rooms that i was set up in one for the ceremony and one for the reception and uh i think everything went extremely well like no noticeable to the the clients hiccups (laughs) what
1: was uh nothing that they would notice what was your setup for the wedding portion so I had. You have two PA speakers, like the stand-up ones that are on columns. Yep, just two PA speakers on stands, and uh, had a,
0: a handheld microphone, wireless microphone that the officiant held, and then you know, because the bride and groom they don't really say a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Just like, do you? Yes. Do you? Yes. And then a couple of other lines, but it's mostly just uh, the officiant. And so that was that. was that, And then off to the side, I'm standing over to the side, plugged in, and I have my laptop to do the, the music, because there's like four songs that I had to play mm-hmm. coming in, two different songs coming in, one for something in the middle, and then one for them leaving. And then I had, so I had all this on like one of those speaker stands. Mm-hmm. I put... I had this attachment for the top of the speaker stand with, like, a flat top on it, and I put my wireless receivers on there for the, for the microphone. the hmm So, I put the wireless receiver for the microphone on there, and I kind of taped it down as my makeshift because I didn't have a, a permanent solution. That's what I wanted to do because I wanted to be able to have that up high so there's nothing blocking, even though I was in a really good spot. Mm-hmm. Just to be able to get that wireless signal through, so you don't ever risk a dropout. Because you don't want, you know, you don't want to mess up the audio at somebody's wedding. And uh, so I'm over there, and I have, I have that on the top of the speaker stand, and then I have my laptop. I got these. You, you screw them on to
1: the pole, mm-hmm. and it's just like a little table. The the pole Ten, that goes the speaker pole. So you can, I have a speaker stand- little table that sticks off the the speaker stand?
0: Yes. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So I have a speaker pole over here with no speaker on it, ironically. Mhm. I just use it to to house all these so I have two of those two of those uh screw-on tables. Uh one that had my laptop and one that had the mixing board that I was using to control the audio levels and everything. Mhm. Yeah. So that was and that part went really well. I was uh I was scrambling. So here's the deal. Right before the wedding started, about an hour before, I was turning on just like preliminary background music for everybody that's just sitting there waiting for the wedding to start. And I pushed play. It starts to play. I'm like, okay. And then I'm walk away to go do something else. And then it just stops. I'm like, whoa. No. Wait, what? And then it started again. And then it stopped again. Oh. I was very confused, and I'm checking cables to make sure everything's plugged in right. Like, it's still playing on the laptop. Like, the song is playing. It didn't stop, but the audio it's stopped.
1: Kicking in and out, and then stopped? Yeah, so
0: you know what I did? I went and I got my backup laptop. Because I have a backup laptop. You're pro, man. I mean, that somebody said you have to have a backup laptop. Ironically, the... The one, the the new one was the one that didn't work right. <laughs> so you got that one so you would have a so backup. So I would have a back. I will like, I'll keep this one as my main one. Mm-hmm. And I'll have this other old one as my backup. Well, good thing. Because that one stopped working right. So I ran to go grab the other laptop. Plugged it all in. Hooked it all back up. And then I realized that I didn't have the four well I didn't have three of the four songs that I needed to play for the wedding for the like the really important part of the wedding mm-hmm. on this laptop cuz I did all that stuff at the very last second on the other one mm-hmm. and I did I had copied everything over before I did that no oh. <laughs> oops that's so lesson learned okay you know these are the lessons that we learn but I'm Going around, I tried to use my my Wi Fi hotspot on my phone to hook up my laptop so I could re download those songs. And my there was like terrible reception there, and I am mm-hmm. like, "Oh my goodness, do you have does any do you have Verizon? Can I can I use your hotspot real quick?" But and then i I was looking, and there was Wi Fi for the building. Oh, cool! So I found the the board, free guest Wi Fi or the something coordinator, and they told me the password. Oh, it's Columbia River. Um, Is the password? It's the password.
1: So, you know. For where is this? The Black Pearl. If you're ever at the Black Pearl, it's Columbia River. Oh, it's capital C.
0: Mm,
1: I don't remember. Sorry. I try both. If you're at the Black Pearl, in, where was it? It was like Camus, something like that. It's uh,
0: east of Vancouver. Okay. You're never going out there. Never. Listeners, you guys aren't going. It doesn't matter. But so I I finally got that Wi Fi hooked up and I, I rushed to re download these songs. Because it, I mean, it's just songs that I like bought on Amazon to be able to use for this that were downloaded over here. So I just quickly got them redownloaded like 20, 15, 20 minutes before the wedding started. I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. I did it. Whew. Nice. Nobody knew except this <laughs> one other guy that I told one of my friends. So he's, uh, the people that recommended me to the couple. Are are uh, some of our friends? Mm-hmm. One of the guys is in our whiskey club. Yeah, David. Yeah, David. Yeah. So I told him what was going on.
1: <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, don't ruin this for me." Yeah. Well, you my know. wife's gonna be so upset because she was the she
0: wedding. was the one that said, "Oh, Dan can do it." I'm like, "Well, I can. <laughs> I guess. All right. Sure." Turns out I'm a professional now.
1: You're a professional, man.
0: I didn't know it going in. I was like, "Well, maybe I am, and maybe I'm not."
1: I say you take your, all your gear, you go out to a park, have a professional photographer, take some pictures of you. Yeah, that's probably what I really Different need. outfits. Take four four outfit changes. Later, hosen, Your uh, DJ, your, your nighttime DJ for dance parties, your karaoke look. Yeah. Your uh, stand-up comedy night DJ. So that was downstairs. Okay. That all
0: went well. And then I had to move a couple of the things. Like I needed the microphone receiver upstairs
1: do they do like the uh cocktail hour so it gives you some time to move stuff
0: so everybody they
1: had a receiving
0: line for people to go like shake hands or whatever they were doing i don't know because i went up the elevator and tried to get all my stuff set up up there and it took me a little bit but i i got everything up and going pretty quickly upstairs started the You know, it's just like cocktail music. Mm -hmm. I'm just playing slower songs that whatever people can chat to. Yeah. And the bride and groom weren't there. They were off taking pictures or doing something for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was good. I was in a weird spot. Like, I wish I could just (laughs) say, no, rooms need to look like this. Don't do this. What was the what was weird about it? So they had a dance floor over on one side. Imagine something the size of a gymnasium, mm-hmm. but then there's a elevator. Imagine there's an elevator at half court, but there's ten feet or fifteen feet between the elevator and the back wall, and I'm set up right on that elevator, like on the the wall of the elevator that's mm-hmm. facing the big part of the room, and then. A, Kind of across from me, there's another wall coming out from the other side where there's like a fireplace in the middle of this room dividing it. Mm -hmm. So this elevator and the fireplace wall kind of divide this room into two and there's a stairway coming up in the middle also. But So I'm kind of in the middle of this giant room. Off on one side, it's empty where they have the dance floor. And off on the other side is where all the tables are. And then the the bridle, the the head table is way off in the corner. So I'm blasting music over everybody's head to try and get it to them. So you weren't at all close to them. I was not optimally positioned in any way, no.
1: And where was the dance floor compared to where you were? The, like so far?
0: the dance floor was about as far away as they were, but On just the in side. the opposite direction. So I'm in the middle because... This is the only place I could put myself to be able to put the sound where I need it because I need sound over where all the people are Mm -hmm. because they're doing a lot of stuff over here before the dancing that then happens over there. Speeches and whatever. Right. Yeah. So, but it it worked out fine. Turns out, you know, that's that's fine. Um, I did, I did, it's called the shoe game. Have you ever seen this shoe game? No. So I got to be, you know, I got to be the MC. Emce- I got to introduce them and do oh cool. Uh, a few other, you know, uh, get on that mic and talk. A little
1: Ladies bit. and gentlemen. Yeah, I didn't do that. Mr and Mrs? Not like that. Okay.
0: Yeah. No.
1: Like that, but better. But
0: better. Like okay. not not the way you did it. But better. All right. Yep. Yeah. Um, the shoe game. So you take the bride and the groom and you sit them in chairs not facing each other, back to back. They take off their shoes and they switch. Like, so they each have one shoe of, of each person mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you ask them questions and then they raise the shoe of the person that they think. So like, who has the stinkiest feet? Mm. <laughs> Obviously, start with that. So question. you had the questionnaire? I had like a 20 or 25 questions or something oh, on a cool. sheet of paper and I... So I'm I'm way far away from all my setup, just hoping that nothing goes wrong and everything will work fine
1: while I'm way over here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good. That's cool, man. Yeah. And, and, f- how, and how did the dancing portion? The dancing got cut
0: short. So I probably only got to play like seven or eight songs. Just
1: because they're not a dancing family?
0: Okay. Well, there was th- three or four dances that were like like they had a first dance when they came in that they did over by their table. And then there were a couple of like a father father-daughter, mother-son dance, a couple of those dances that happened right before the dance floor opened up, right? So I'm not counting those, but just like the open dancing. But I think they messed up their with their pictures, so they had to run off to go get more pictures taken, and I think when they left <laughs> everybody's just like, "Oh, well, it's over. They're gone." Let's go. So a lot of people left. Really? Yeah. Like right away. And I'm like, no, stay and
1: dance. That's why,
0: that's why I'm here. Oh, pictures no. seem
1: to mess things around quite a bit. Yeah. I've noticed with weddings. It's, it's true. This last wedding I was at, they just did all the pictures before everybody showed up. And it wasn't like a big thing. They place, did a like, lot of pictures before they people. showed up. Okay. A, a lot. So they had a real photographer that really cared and wanted to make sure they're all right. Yeah. And then they did some like outdoor pictures or something. So.
0: But no, it went well and then so the speakers so I had two sets of speakers going up and down and then the the ones that I have downstairs are actually battery powered. And so I had them wired up, like, to my mixing board, but mm-hmm. just not even plugged in. And those batteries, they last forever, basically. And they uh, they had asked me to put some music on while they were leaving, like, their farewell, whatever, their send-off. Mm-hmm. call it a send-off. And so I just took one of those speakers, and it's also got Bluetooth. So I just unplugged everything from it. And just took it outside and set it down on that stand. And I just played music off my phone. They said, you know, we're going to leave to whatever. Bye, bye, bye. And then... Classic. Classic, obviously. Uh, they were they were in sync. So, you know. Isn't that song about breaking up? It doesn't matter. Okay. It's just bye, bye, bye. Okay. Nobody knows. Does. Okay. It doesn't matter. All Nobody right. knows what that song All
1: is right. about. Okay. Uh, bye, bye, bye.
0: Uh, and then... After that, that's that's all they asked for, right? They're just leaving the building, getting in a car and driving away. And I'm like, wait, I have full control on my phone right now. I can play any song I want. Jonathan Colton. No. No. Then I played On the Road again. Oh, yeah. By Willie Nelson. And then I played Happy Trails. Mm -hmm. And then I played a couple other songs. I was like, oh, this is cool. I just got this speaker out here. Everybody was just kind of milling about. Mm -hmm. So I like it. I cool. like that uh, that ability to use that so portably,
1: yeah, straight off your phone
0: because I it would have Probably taken so much work to set something up that needed to get plugged in, then you need to plug in a source and then you need to do you know all these things just to have a setup like that where I just plopped it down, hooked it up with Bluetooth, and done. sweet. yeah, that was it. Um, you know, tear down well terrible. Now- Nobody likes to put
1: packed all your stuff up. away. Your bo- It was just you. It was fact, just me and your and uh, David was there. Did he help or did he uh, yeah? Some of the or... some of the people there helped
0: me. Like after I packed everything up, they helped me take it out to the car.
1: Cool. So now I hear, I saw on your wife's uh, Facebook, it's it's official. You're a DJ. I mean, I'm I am now, and you have a Gmail account dedicated to you being a dj i'm working on it being a real a, a real email but i'm um, uh it's a little what's your what's your gmail oh dj danwood at gmail.com boom dj danwood at gmail.com and uh tartar sauce don't email that all right okay let's leave this to professional uh, this is for business only only please you want you got a bar, mit, bar mitzvah you got a quinceanero you got your oktoberfest You got a 4th of July party, karaoke party you want to have with your friends? DJ Danwood at gmail.com. Yeah. No, I'll get it done. Um, I do. on the time and what it is and, you know, what kind of snacks and party favors there might be. We'll figure out the price from there.
0: So uh, after that, um, my wife put something on Facebook and then somebody immediately contacted me and said, hey, I got a thing coming up. So I'm going to be a DJ at an Oktoberfest. It's fu- it's funny that you mentioned that. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't know. I did not.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that's not a real
1: Oktoberfest song, so they don't do that in in, in Deutschland? Yeah. I uh, know, I got a friend that I grew up with. He got into German dancing. Okay. And that's the, like, he's part of a six person or eight person German dance team, and they do all the authentic, authentic uh, German dances. And Oktoberfest is like their busiest time of the year. Right. They are running around on the weekends and during the week doing like three, diff- four different shows and just getting booked all. For some reason, it's September. Yeah. It's you know, a, yeah. You know what used to be in October? And then like a king at the time was like, September's better weather. We should do it in September. They're like, but we're still going to call it Oktoberfest, right? Yeah. We're still calling it Oktoberfest. It lasts into October sometimes. Does it? Okay. All right, all right. Well, Dan, you know what time it is. Yes. Now it's time for a little thing that we like to call a house. I have an effects button. <laughs> Somebody needs to take all your toys away, Dan. So you're a busy, busy, busy boy. Yeah. Uh, look to my left. There's a rickety old junky-looking chair. There's a junky-looking chair here. My aunt, who I love dearly, she, uh, for me to show her that I love her, she gives me projects. And I don't know if you saw this chair like, uh, three weeks ago, this chair, she moved from Vancouver, Washington to Pasco, Washington out in the desert. And, uh. This chair was had some meaning. This rocking chair was meaningful to her. Okay, but it got left outside, and weathered in the desert and the rain and yada yada. And you went to the goodwill, found one that looked just like it, and I should have. <laughs> <laughs> and she's let, and then it started cracking. And then in the moving it, something happened. It fell apart into about six different pieces, and she said, "I'm bringing that rocket You you do woodworking. Don't you? Obviously, that's your specialty. And I'm like, yeah, sure. You want me to I make have a round chair that needs to be fixed. It's in six pieces. You said you want me to make it into a round thing? <laughs> Can I put it on my lathe? And then she just, I was like, I don't really want to do that. And she's like, I'm coming to town. A couple months later, I'm coming to town. I'm bringing that rocking chair for you to fix. And I was like, all right, I'll fix that rocking chair. And it's like takes up a lot of room in yeah, my shop. I see it. It's a, a good-sized little rocking chair. And so I did my best. I just glued it back together where I could, and it was pretty weathered. And it's not like a antique rocking chair or anything. The top of it is just straight plywood. It's not even made of oak? It's not. uh, And Anyways, I've patched it up. I've glued it together and I've uh, put some wood filler and some cracks and I'm going to be painting it and just being like, here you are. Here's this rocking chair and she says, you do love me. Thank you. And then it'll probably sit out in the desert. And she'll bring it back when it's busted <laughs> up again. Ten years from now, she'll be like, remember that rocking chair? I need it fixed. It means a lot to me, this rocking chair that somebody, that I picked up at Meyer back in 1994. Yeah. It was on sale back then. It was a good deal. A good Anyways, deal. that was my around the house, this rocking chair. So, Dan? So? Got anything to uh, go out with while I pull up our
0: outro music? I think everybody should think about going to uh, an Oktoberfest celebration, especially people in Portland area that could come to mind. When we get closer, I'll is let it
1: like a thing that the public can come a to?
0: public. It's a public thing, yeah. I'll uh, get the all the information and such. So they are gonna be sausages. Yep they uh, they will have sausages. Yes, and a beer garden and a wine garden and some other desserty things. And oh, cool! It's a whole deal. Just they said w- usually get like six to eight hundred
1: people in there. Wow, yeah, that's cool, man. Well, that's it, and we'll see y'all next time after work.